No, I think my mic is all right. If not, it is what it is. They can hear me. Y'all can hear my voice. What it do, what it do. That is not how I be doing my intros. I really just be talking out here. But honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, Prodigy. Um, We've been drinking. You know, we come to the bars, you know, like every like every Tuesday for our Taco Tuesdays. And we um we get like our same, like we get the same type of drink, you know. But I think we need to switch it up today. Like I'm tired of drinking the tequila. Like let's get like. Let's spice it up. Let's get like let's get some margaritas or something. Like let's add some flavor. Let's get like um I don't know. Let's just do something different. I'm tired of drinking the tired of drinking the classic tequila out here. We we got we got to spice it up. We got to spice it up. I'm down. For, I'm down with some margaritas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down for some margaritas. Yeah, yeah, margaritas will get the job done for sure. But what is good, y'all boys? Y'all know the voices, and if you don't where have you been the past like how many months i don't know been living under the rock but that is okay it's your boy slick rob from cafeteria talk and of course we got none other than my boy my lovely co-host here prodigy is at the bar he's chilling we chilling like not like villains we're chilling like people let's get that straight we're not villains out here they love to make the black man the villain which is crazy facts facts but but anyway let's just take care of the business up top before we get started you already know actually whoa 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 let me before i even continue guys prodigy you know what today is right besides taco tuesday correct you know what today is um i want to say uh normally go with uh turn up tuesdays um sports sports tuesdays yeah but no it's our 120th episode like oh that was for us for real like we wow prodigy let's talk about it we um we just did 120 episodes guys um with both like you know with the podcast and all that which is like so cool like it just brushed past my mind but this is episode 120 me and Prodigy, we had the pleasure of covering our 100th episode of the podcast, which was a big monumental moment, even though um, the other game, the other guys weren't there to celebrate, but we were able to cover the 100th episode, and we're covering the 120th episode, like, hey, Prodigy, that's crazy, ain't it? That's crazy. That's crazy. We're, we're actually OGs. Um, I think we need to put some more respect on our names, because we're actually those type of people. Um, we just deliver great content as well. Um, some wild takes every now and then, but having the 100 and 120 episode recorded by us is crazy. It's crazy. Like, man, I've been bad. Like, shout out, look at us and shout out to, you know, shout out to everybody at the um, um, that be coming to the bars and even the people that pull up at the tables when we're at the tables with the gang. Um, shout out to that boy Quattro, you know, shout out to DJ Nua, Overtime Kev now, even though I would never understand that. But actually, no, Overtime Kev right now, you're a little, I know you're hiding, even though Overtime Kev is actually 
out of the country right now, guys. He is in London visiting the Queen. I'm just playing. I don't know what he's doing in London. But um, he, I'm glad he's not here in the States because if he was in the States, I would have been pulling up to his crib to get on his Boston Red Sox. <sighs> he, Oh, he's so lucky he's not in the States right now. I know he he's, is. He's lucky, but wait till he gets back. I'm definitely slandering that. Slandering is heavy for your Red Sox who lost 28 <clears throat> to 5. Woo! <clears throat> Ain't that crazy. But, couldn't be me. Yeah, couldn't be me. And uh, like, and of course, you know, Quattro and DJ Newell aren't here. You guys, DJ Newell is out DJing again, um, and Quattro is being Quattro, which can mean a lot of things. If you don't know what I mean, you'll know sooner than later. But anyway, let's continue. Let's keep moving on. Make sure you know the follow us Instagram Cafeteria Talk official, Twitter Cafeteria Talk, and if you listen to us on Apple Podcast, leave us those five star ratings and reviews so we can get on that new noteworthy list. Of course. And yeah, I think I've said my piece. Prodigy, why don't you, Prodigy, like, actually, Prodigy, I'm going to let you do the favors. Why don't you introduce the, our guest that we will be having joining us at the bar today, bro? Who's pulling up at the bar? Uh, we got a returning guest and a new guest. Uh, he'll right. join, the returning guest will join us later on. Um, say what's up to the returning for the guest, returning guest. Thanks. And who are those returning guests and new guests we got? Returning guests is uh, Marcus Evans. How's it going, people? How's it going on? Oh, Team Lightskin. Team Lightskin, that's what I call yes. them. Yes, sir. You already know what's going on over here. All right. And who else we got, Prodigy? Who we got joining the us at the bar? I mean, member. I feel like that's just going to overshadow everybody. Maybe have better takes than everybody. Uh Mr. DB himself. Say what's up, DB. Yo, what's going on? What's good? We got DB in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what's good. That's what's we got DB and Mark joining us at the bar to drink and talk sports with us, even though we are not actually drink. Well, I'm just kidding. Now we will be we're gonna be doing some instant inter- interesting talking and drinking at the on on the episode today. But uh prodigy, um, why don't you continue us going on? We like, you know, we got to start off with a good appetizer before we get drinking out here. So, Roger, what we finna do next, bro? Uh, we're just going to start off with our uh, good taco, bad taco. Um, and that is, who's saying monkeypox isn't a global health emergency? Um, so, we eating bad tacos today before we start drinking. That's what I'm hearing. We eating bad tacos because that is a bad taco. World Health Organization saying monkeypox is a global health emergency. Hey, man. I, hey, yeah, yeah. That, hey, bro, waiter, you're going to have to take back those tacos. Those tacos are not good. I can't, I can't, hey, I can't go through another round of like COVID type related crap, bro. Like, like I'm not saying co- it's like COVID all over again, but like, bro, another, another, thing already going on still in the middle of kind of a pandemic even though pandemic slowed down but we're still kind of in the middle of it this ain't it bro this ain't p bro it's not you know COVID's still a thing guys COVID is still real um and just this on top of it is uh it's not making life any easier for sure that's tough that's tough well we just ate some bad tacos to kick off our lovely segment at the bar but that's okay. That's okay because we're just finna go straight into it. Um, we finna get a round of margaritas and let's just get straight to it. Let's get started. And Prodigy, man, let's talk about the ESPYs real quick though. Like before we really get started, you know, your boy, 
who's a part of Team Lightskin. Um, then Mr. Mr. Wardell, Steph Curry, hosted on the ESPYs this past um few days ago. And um, there were some notable winners out here, guys. Um, like there was a long, long list, but I think some no- notable ones that I would like to mention is first off, shout out to, you know, Steph Curry's team, the Golden State Warriors, for being team of the year. Also, Steph Curry won NBA player of the year. Um Yes. I thought an interesting one that was interesting to me that I did not think about, but <laughs> this guy, like, wow, I just want to say it. But another warrior comeback athlete, Clay Thompson, like mm. Warriors shined. Like, I think Warriors definitely shine at the SBs, especially with Draymond saying what he said about the Clippers. It's a lot of slander. Adding fuel to the fire. That's what I feel. Like adding fuel to the fire. But we also even had like Shout out to Tyson Fury for winning boxer, which caught me off guard. I didn't, I, th- but hey, I like it. I like Fury. Like Fury has winning boxer. Like honestly, I forgot they even had the boxer award. I was like, oh snap, Tyson. Like I haven't heard of Tyson Fury in a minute. So I'm like, oh, that's what's up. But I think my favorite award that I actually liked was definitely Game of the Year, the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, oh, definitely most entertaining too, for sure. Like Look, probably that was that was the playoff game, right? If I'm yeah, not yeah, mistaken, yeah, the playoff Chiefs game. Yeah, I remember, Prodigy, I remember that night. I think you were, I don't know where you were at, but I know I was here in my room in Atlanta, and I literally, I called you with excitement because I'm like, the dynasty's done. It's over. It's over. And then you said you'll call me back. And I said, okay, bet. And then, (laughs) I don't know how, like a few minutes later, like about 10 minutes later, you call me or I call you, whichever, and we're just both like, bro, there was so much pain in our voices because Josh Allen and the Bills lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs like that, just instantly. And we're oh, like, it was in 14 seconds. That was a that was a tough that was such a good game, but man, that that was a tough total swallow. I was like, oh my god. I like like I, we witnessed history that night, but it was still like pain. There was a lot of pain, and both of us were like, "Bro, no way, this just happened." Like, I was convinced Patrick Mahomes was unbeatable. I was like, "There's no way in hell this man is it, like they." He only needed how many seconds to go down and get a touchdown or something? Like, like fourteen seconds. Fourteen seconds to go get a touchdown and then go go save just sail the deal in overtime, and. Tisk tisk tisk, that hurt it. But luckily, Joe Joe Shiesty took care of the job for us the week after. Shout out to Joe Shiesty and the Bill, the Bengals. Shout out to Joe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, um, a couple notable ones that also I'd like to mention for MMA fighter Charles Oliveria. I I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even I didn't even know this was an award. Like honestly, like I like I've seen the ESPYs like a, like about twice in all my years of living, and I didn't I've never heard of an MMA fighter award like i i must have always missed it or something but i did not know that was an award and i thought that was so cool seeing that but shout out to charles Olive. i always butcher this man's name oliveria i think it's oliveria or oliveria um i'm not spanish i would not pronounce it mark might know the last name um oliveria oliveria yeah uh, shout out shout out to him for winning you know mma um fighter Couple other ones before we before we keep moving gears. Um, Cooper Cup, of course, you know, championship and championship performance and NFL Player of the Year. 
Cooper Cup. That's Mark's man. favorite white guy, by the way, Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, Mark That's loves. My Cooper guy. Cup. Yeah, Mark loves Cooper Cup. Mark loves Cooper Cup, but yeah, um, a lot of lot of great winners. Candace Parker, WNBA play, NBA Player of the Year. Um, you know, there's a lot of. Of course, our boy Rafael Nadal. Yeah, like I didn't think there was anybody competing with him with tennis. I'm just saying, but um, there's a lot of great people out there that won. But um, yeah, let's let's switch gears. Can't be on the ESPYS for too long, but we're and ooh, prodigy. What are we finna get into next, my boy? What are we drinking next, bro? What are we oh, we're drinking next? next. Probably is my favorite sport to watch. Okay, uh, what is that, my boy? College football, man. It's coming. Cl- it's coming sooner than we expected, folks. About yes, another sir. month. Oh my um, god! Yes, like, like it's been so long. Yeah, it's been so long. Like, Cottage, I can't believe we actually were we missed Florida State spring game this year, man. That's like a tradition for us to go watch the spring game, and it just didn't feel it felt it felt different this year, knowing that we don't have a good look at what the offense is going to look like or the defense, even though we just know Florida State needs a lot of help. But um, yeah, NCAA. NCAA and and which one of our guests will be joining us as we talk NCAA boy? Uh, it would be Mr. DB. Uh, oh, Mr. Mark DB, D, uh, Mr. Mr. DB's at the table. Yes. Yeah, Mark doesn't know nothing about college football. Unfor- oh, Mark, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Mark, mainly, mainly because, because he didn't play football. But that's okay. Yeah, that's he okay. claims he dabbles, but we'll 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 see this uh football season. Okay. This year, this year we'll get him up to speed. Mark, don't worry. Mark, for you to be an official member, you're going to have to know some college football here. And UCLA just, you know, it's not so we shine. Definitely uh, a basketball school for sure. For sure. Yeah, Mark, don't worry. Mark, we'll, I'm a, I'll have you watching some games with Prodigy and stuff. So um, when, when you hop back on the tape, when, when you're officially a member of Sports XD joining us at the bars every month, you will have some good intel on college football. But Let's just get straight into it. So, Prodigy, um, what are we going to be covering? Um, what's the first thing we're covering today in regards to college football? Mm, first thing in college football is Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama early favorites to win it all. Mm, that's interesting. And um, I'll start off by saying this: you know, Ohio State, Alabama, I just those two in general. Those are like the, I think those are the main schools every year that are always just. They will be there. They're they're either going to be in the talked about top four, whatever, top ten, and something. Um, because they they are just the staples. I think they're one of the staple college. There's few of the staple colleges that just constantly are there, dominating their conferences. Ohio State in the Big Ten, Alabama in the SEC. But you know, Georgia, of course, you know, winning the chip this year, this past year, well, early this year, definitely just you know, Georgia finally got over that hump because. You know, we would mention Georgia, mention Georgia, mention Georgia, but what would they do? No, they would be okay in the regular season, but they couldn't oh. um, just couldn't get past Alabama. So I will say in regards to this, of course, but like I do believe that there it's that's a that's a fair assessment to put them as their favorites, but I'm a little bit concerned for Georgia, and we're gonna be talking about Kirby Smart in a bit. Well, next, because he just signed his big 10-year deal. I'm a little concerned for Georgia this year just due to all the talent that they lost on the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, the SEC is, uh, like, not a formidable conference, but there's always, like, Georgia is always, due to the people they play, I think they will still be contending there due to the coaching staff and all that. But um, that's kind of my take on it. I, Ohio State, it's Ohio State. I I expect them to win the Big Ten. Um, 
I just expected. Michigan got lucky. I'm sorry. I, I have no faith in khaki pants. But and then Alabama's Alabama. So that's all I have. I don't have too much to say about it. But yeah, um, but what about you guys, DB and um Prodigy? What do you how do you guys feel about these um these early favorites of Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama? How do y'all feel about that? One team that's really out of the mix, who's really starting to make a comeback a little bit, who's really not being talked about because because of their quarterback play last year. And that's Clemson. Mm. Clemson low key mm. with these quarterback changes. He needs to start, you know. Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. You know, it's a very under under the radar team, if you ask me for sure, because uh, DJ underperformed. He did. He under did. underperformed terribly. Uh, well, you know, it was his freshman year, you know, coming yeah. in. He has to start, you know, reading the defenses. Yeah, coming yeah. in. Every year, you know, after Granted, what Trevor Lawrence did, too. Georgia, not the best, team yeah, though. not the best team to start out your <laughs> freshman collegiate career, you know, yeah. But I, I really, I really believe that Clemson, you know, can be the pinnacle of college football again, you know, back when they had now. I'm not saying now, I'm not comparing DJ to to Trevor now, I'm not, yeah. I'm not comparing them, but you know, they can they can be the staple of college football again because they had the defense, they had the coaching. Facts. I believe they can do it. That I believe those are the four teams, though, that are, you know, going to be in the playoff come January. I really do believe that. Mm. Those wow. four teams. I don't have. I don't see anybody. I don't. I don't see anybody else reaching those top four teams. Okay, I feel that. What about you, Prodigy? How do you feel about these early favorites that um, these people got the committee and all that? Uh, I mean, you can. The top three are for sure like staple in a piece of paper for sure but like um just can't forget about like usc i mean like granted they got caleb williams and like mm -hmm. 1600 transfers going over there <laughs> like, that is true um oklahoma 2.0 right it's I like chose. um but I feel I I know why the committee didn't put them up there. It's it's the Pac-12, sadly. Um, yeah, it's it's just the Pac-12. Um, but I I'll throw U, USC in there for a little tailspin. Um, but Bama, I'm I'm kind I'm scared. I'm be honest with you, Bama, I'm scared. I'm okay with Bama winning a chip, but Bama coming off a lost yeah. chip is kind of scary for sure. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But the season has yet to be done, and we have so much promising things coming up in the near future, so I'm excited. My eyes are glued. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But as we're continuing, like I just mentioned him, like we're talking about Georgia, but Kirby Smart is not the highest-paid coach in college football at the moment, signing his 10-year <laughs> $112.5 million deal with Georgia. And, um, you know, that's great. You know, that's great for Georgia. Um, you know, consistent. You you know what you're getting out of Mr. Smart. Very talented. Grew up. He's under the Nick Saban tree, as people like to call it. <laughs> he finally was able to beat um, old pal St. Nick. So that's good. That's good. He's got that under his belt. And, you know, he's he Georgia stay recruiting, like, they they never miss with recruiting, honestly. And um, so I think Kirby Smart's gonna Georgia, I think Georgia's in good hands for the next 10 years. I 
I would give him maybe two championships. Um, I you know it's gonna it's hard because you know especially these NIL deals and then of course you know maybe expansion mm-hmm. coming in, you know the expansion team that which we're actually about to talk about. But are I, you I, saying I, like I think George two I think George, including the one they just won or two no no X- two in the next ten years two in the, I think mm-hmm. they could give them, I I'd see them at least winning two championships in the next ten years. Like I think Kirby Smart can get can muscle out two chips Ooh. in the next in the next 10 years like i'm 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 confident enough in him to do that because we'll, we'll see because the yeah, we, will, we will see about that one yeah because i know it's, a, it's not that's a bad a, you know it's an interesting take to give but like considering you know the nil deals have just started and obviously you, i'm i'm pretty sure he's going to be able to because you know people like him and coach save and a couple of these other coaches these other old co- school they're not they weren't okay with this new bandwagon and the NIL deals and like, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to get the hang of it within the next 10 years. It's always just a new wave coming that you just have to adjust to. And if you're smart enough, and I'm pretty sure he'll have the people to be smart enough to work around and get these good recruits in there. Cause the NIL deals like prodigy, we talked about this once the NIL deals like are about to change college athletics for like ever. Nice. It's, it's just going to change it, but it gave us a good blessing. Yeah. Um, let's, yeah, but let's talk about these like the expansions that um are kind of floating around the college football world, but nothing is really going on at the moment. The only, only thing we know for sure is that um oh my god, is it is it not you? Is it Texas and Oklahoma will be joined the SEC in 2025? Correct. Correct. And so we have all these new expansions that want to happen with conferences, but nothing is really set in stone due to Notre Dame not choosing a conference and for for and i will ask you guys this um particularly um db or prodigy uh what conference do if you guys were notre dame what conference would you guys preferably want to play for like the acc the pac-12 the big 10 the sec like the American, like, what conference would, if you as Notre Dame, would you actually want to go, like, would, if you had the choice, would you actually pick if you were Notre Dame in this situation? Oof. That's a, that's a tough one right there, man. That is, because I feel like in the ACC, they get the, they get the good, you know, competitions, you know, the good, they get faced with good teams and everything in the ACC, but I just feel like they don't compete with Clemson when it comes to Mm-hmm. playoff time and it comes to December time <laughs> that's that's my big issue with Notre Dame yeah mm-hmm. they can perform in the regular season but when it comes to postseason what are they gonna do they've been they've been failing this, these last couple of years so what conference is gonna catapult them to make the put to make a make some noise in the playoff from playoff time <laughs> low yeah. key I don't feel like it's the ACC because they can they can't get past Clemson mm-hmm. now I would say the big 12 who's who's really competing in the big 12 for all yeah and like the and then can the like and you know how, the, how biased the committee is like committee yes biased. very old bro very if, you're in the big, if you're in the big 12 they're like oh that's cool and all but like are you even worthy enough to even get that fourth spot of the playoff like they're not bro it's like it's, it's, it's bad like respectfully i can't even name a big 12 team that i think could even compete with anybody that was in the playoff last year Nobody. 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 Maybe yeah. Oklahoma last year. Maybe. No. But now nah, they just lost all their recruits. So <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that says it all. That says so it I don't all. Think, I, I really I really believe it's 
maybe the Big Ten so they can get some some good wins under their belt. And I think they can kind of compete with Ohio State. Maybe, maybe not. They but have they can they can they can give Ohio State a run for their money if yeah. they catch you know Ohio State on like a bad day. Cause you know, in college football, any given any given Saturday, man, they can it can happen. Any yeah. given and speaking of Ohio State, they're known to have bad Saturdays. Like it's like every yeah, year Ohio State just has that one bad Saturday. Yes. And it's like and I yep, that one bad Saturday. If Notre Dame catches Ohio State in that one bad Saturday, it can it can change everything if they move to the to the Big Ten. But I think the Big Ten is the is the move for Notre Dame. So they can get some good call quality wins and compete against Ohio State. I feel that prodigy, what what conference would you think Notre Dame should choose? Since everybody's saying the ACC is weak, I mean, you might as well just, uh, you know, like, you might as well just go to the Big Ten. Because, like, think of it. I say the Big Ten has the best upsets yes. when it comes to college yes, football. <laughs> they have the best upsets. Because um, I feel like Iowa can definitely give Notre Dame a run for their money. Um just knowing how how underdog they are the whole season, and then just when they face like a top ten, top twenty five opponent, it's just like something demonic goes over the team's head, and they just like ball out for sure. Mm. And then you also have like Purdue. Don't sleep on Purdue. Purdue's had some upsets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdue, Purdue Purdue produces a lot of good NFL talent. I will say that. That's, that's true. Um, and then you got Michigan and Michigan State. Oh, uh, Ooh. Don't forget about Penn State like that. Penn State, it's like uh, Penn State, yeah, but they they came off a, a bad season. Yeah, they did. And they're coming but off still, a bad season. Penn um, State does does get those recruits. They're they're currently top ten in recruiting right now. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't sleep on their head coach. I, yeah. I can't sleep on their head coach. I mean, we'll see what they do this year, but I feel like they should go to the Big Ten. I feel like that's what they're waiting on. Yeah, because like I think their basketball team is in the ACC, so it's like. They're trying to wait it out as long as possible, but I feel like they're the only team left that's independent. Don't quote me on it, but I feel like they are. Okay. I could, yeah. I ride with you there. I ride with you there because, like, for them to really compete, they have to win a chance. Like, the committee is being stickly. You have to win your conference. You have to win your conference. You have to win your conference, even though it's not really the case. They just say that, but how can you win a conference if you're not in a conference? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But, um, Let's switch gears for a bit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some NBA stuff um, before we get into the NFL. Um, but um, so first things with NBA, we I will say this. A lot of people have been getting paid lately in the NBA, like free agency, all of that, like free agency, trade talks, all that, you know, people signing deals. People have been getting paid. And um, let's just start off with the man of the – the man of the hour, I would say, in the NBA. He's the man of the hour. Not KD, surprisingly, not KD. Um, he'll be the man of the hour probably next year. But because uh, we, I mean, me and Prodigy have been kind of so he's not going anywhere this year. But um, but let's talk about. Not for the asking price the Nets are asking for. Which... Oh, no. The Nets, the Nets are asking for. Um, they're like, they're asking for the Eiffel Tower. They're asking for the Empire State Building. They're asking for. Um, 50% of the stock of Tesla. They're asking for everything for KD. But um but the this man James Harden who um is a good friend and former teammate of KD just reached his 2 year 68.6 million dollar deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. And um 
Um, yeah. So since Mark will be talking our basketball with us, uh, Prodigy, uh, I well, I'm gonna ask this question for Mark, and Prodigy, I have a different question for you. But Mark, do you believe that James Hart? Do you believe that the 76ers and James Harden can work out in these next two years? Like, can get something going? Can basically reach the finals that's the key that's the key here can you do you think they can james harden can reach the finals with the 76ers in these next two years no no and the the sole reason i say that is not because of joel indeed it is fully because of james harden james harden ever since he left houston has been an unknown character we don't know what we're getting out of him and there's nothing been nothing pretty so far he went to brooklyn and he started off Granny, he was super big and out of shape, but he was hooping still. They hooped, but that quad just keeps following him everywhere he goes. He can't get rid of that quad injury. Mm. And then he wants out. He comes to Philly. We think arguably this is going to be the best pick-and-roll duo in the league. And what do we get instead? Tyrese Maxey plays better than me. That's, that's what it looks like. Unless Tyrese Maxey takes over and acts like 2018 James Harden and James Harden acts like a fraction of himself, I don't think they can make it to the finals. Joel Embiid is going to try his hardest. He's going to fight through. We saw just this last run here, fractured orbital and all. He's out here. He's trying to make it work. Tyrese Maxey's upset. I think they're either A, Maxey might want to go soon. I don't think, I don't think so. I think it's just playoff frustration especially with this first run with potential here with James Harden being there but unless James Harden can really get healthy and really kind of I don't want to say get back to his former self but even be a a shade of his former self of of that 2018 James Harden where he's confident shooting the ball he's confident with the ball in his hand going to the hole not just knowing he can't fish for fouls and just get bailed out by the refs every time until he gets his confidence back and his, his back healthy. I don't think the 76ers make it much further. I don't think that they make it any different than what they did this year. Joel and B is going to try, but with Harden not being the Harden they traded for, it's up in the air for them. Okay. I can. Okay. I, I, I like, I, I like that. I like that explanation. Now, Prodigy, I know you Prodigy, you in general just you have had mixed emotions about James Harden ever since he left OKC. Um, you know, me and you go back and forth a lot about James Harden because I feel like he's a very talented guy that just can't get the job done. And you feel the same way, but you think sometimes, you know, we've argued about if it's always been his fault. But Prodigy, uh, I will ask you this. If 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 it if they're able to at least get to the Eastern Conference Finals once, and I say once within these next two years, do you think James Harden should go back? What do you think? What or preferably, what do you think James Harden should do in regards to his career if he's able to get there once with the 76ers, make the finals, not make the finals? Um, like, do you think he should come back to the 76ers after these two years are out? Like. What do you think James Harden should do? Because you know he he's he's about one of those guys that's already kind of in his prime, past his prime, and you know he's running out of time. So for sure, and the 76ers like, are kind of in that. Like we, when I hear 
like when James Harden said, I'm trying to win a chip. I'm like, okay, not a lot of money, but a long time deal. And then this comes out only two years. And I'm like, bro, you're not coming off the best playoff performance of your career. Not healthy. Not healthy. You kind of look like Ben Simmons, really. Um, you know, I I want to say he'll stay, but like just knowing uh, there are potential more teams contending for playoffs or finals or championship run, I I feel like he wants to stay in his body, in his mind, in his spirit. He wants to say he just has to get it into himself that this is I'm not with Katie I'm not with Chris Paul or Clint Capella I'm with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid arguably the best footwork for a big man in this league right now um my fault no argue no argue best footwork best footwork in the league right now he just has to get into himself maybe pull an AD not shoot a basketball for a month Maybe stop hanging out with the uh, little baby. Return that a four PF chain for sure. But like, I think he needs to do some serious soul searching to figure out to bring back the the Houston James Harden so he can get this ring he's been so longing for. Because um, he was close with the Rockets for sure. Um, he just needs his confidence back. And I feel like the Rockets brought down his confidence because they got rid of D'Antoni and him and D'Antoni are pretty cool. And so we'll, we'll just have to see for sure. Cause I want James Harden. Yeah. So I think he's going right out there. This is best shot. This is best shot to prove it. This is his best shot. Okay. Okay. All right. So y'all say this is best shot. So y'all, so you've got him kind of staying in Philly. Um, and before we move on um, to the, before we get into the NFL and bring back our man DB back to the table or back to the bar. But um, let's talk about, you know, we mentioned people getting paid. So there was this big thing which surprised everybody that the Pacers at one point were going to have DeAndre Ayton, which made me laugh a lot hysterically. But of course, the Suns were able to match the deal and Ayton has returned to the Suns on a four year deal. Um don't know all the details. I literally just slipped out of my head, but I'll get them in a second. But um, as I'm doing that, my question for you guys is what Dion was this a smart deal for the Suns? Like, like, was this a smart idea? Well, was this a smart move for the Suns to bring to even bring back DeAndre? And do you guys think this was a smart move for the Suns to bring back DeAndre and giving um? some of the issues that have circulated around him since he's been there. I think this was a smart move for DeAndre Ayton. Not for the Phoenix Suns, but for DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton went and they bent their arm into this and where they said, look, you're going to pay me or I'm going to go to the Pacers. We know no one wants to go to the Pacers. Nobody is the Pacers fans. We know they're not winning nothing there. DeAndre Ayton's going to have no fun there. He put that deal out there and signed it so he could force the Suns into paying him because we knew they were going to have to match it. Now that it's matched, though, DeAndre Aiden, you need to show up. You need to perform. Your playoff performance was not looking pretty. 
Chris Paul ain't getting no kind of younger. I don't know if he'll if he's just going to be absolute trash from here on out, or he's even going to try to be at least decent. Devin Booker needs help because before Chris Paul got there, Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns were a terrible top three worst team in the West every time, no matter how good he was. We don't know what's going to go on with everyone else. Cameron Payne, Mikel Burgess, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, everyone else in the farm. That's not, it matters. But what matters is, look, at the end of the day, other than Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you it. That's, if you want to give them a big three, it's Aiton, Booker, and Paul. Now, Paul fell off, clearly. We don't know what we're going to get. But Aiton, you you coming into your prime now. You need to show up and show out if you're going to come here now. Show up and show out. Because when these four years up, if you ain't got nothing out of it, you are not getting another max at the end of the day. It's a good move for, for him, for the Phoenix Suns. Now you got to either try to figure out some small deal, you sneak by with some draft picks or something. Because if you go to contend for a chip, what's the point of having the first-round draft picks? You're trying to compete for a chip, making it to the Western Round for finals and, and stuff. You don't need first-round draft picks. You need to win. So whatever little small deal, whatever picks they need to give up for whatever little missing piece they need, go ahead and do that. Great deal for DeAndre and force their hand. Phoenix Suns, if y'all want to win, figure out what you got, what you have, and get you guys under control. Because Monty Williams is a good coach. I'm not going to put this on Monty. Kevin Booker got doubled. Chris Paul didn't show up. DeAndre Ayton didn't show up. Y'all got to get it together. Your time is now. The West ain't never been more uncertain, which is crazy to say. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off of you. I don't think DeAndre didn't show up. I feel like DeAndre gave up. Um, Might be worse. (laughs) Yeah, I think giving up is worse because, like, you could definitely tell, like, coming into the uh, this semi-conference game, like, his mind wasn't there. And, like, you could tell, like, the frustration that built up all the way from not getting his supermax in the beginning of last season had some effect of coming in towards the end of this season because I feel like that's what his main focus was on. And it wasn't a, it wasn't about a chip. Maybe the chip was on the like a, a side mission for him, but his his main mission was to get that supermax. Now since you it's got contract. that supermax, you can't give up no more, big bro. Like you gotta act like a supermax player now. You you got to. Like there's there's no if, ands, or but about it. Like if you go in this in this season, and you get torched by, like, some Cat. center, like, Cat, Christian Wood, Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I'm going to say a, a returning injury of AD. Clint Capella. Or a returning injury of James Wiseman, Clint Capella. I, I'll take it a step further and say, if you're not at least the number three guy behind Joker and MB, it's a problem. You need to be number three. He needs to be number three to make the all-star. Who's going to be there? Carry. He needs to box. Cags? The number three spot's open. If you really want to break it down to even the top five, when it comes to centers in the league, it's not like we're talking about a lot of guys. Joel Embiid, Nicole, Joker, he going to be there. Those two going to be one and two. We're not questioning that. Three, four, and five is up for grabs, though. 
And if you're taking a four-year max eight, you need to be fighting for that three spot. All NBA third team at the center. I need you at that spot. Not Carl Anthony Towns. He clearly showed with this playoffs that he doesn't want that spot. I can see him as a four or five. Aiden, you got everything but a three-pointer in your game. You got everything but a three-pointer. You got a mid-range. You got the inside, low post, block, oop potential, rebounding, defense. You got everything. You need to show up now. Get that number three spot. Hmm. It's not wrong. Okay. I like that. I like that. And um, before we move along to the NFL for a little bit, um, let's still talk stick in the NBA and this guy, oh my God! Um, there's a a lot of people have a we. I believe we all have these different things. So we have a lot of mixed emotions and opinions about this guy. But our our lo- our our boy Damian Lillard, um, famous rap star, I would say, had a, but not nah, and, and you know the basically the franchise of the Portland Trailblazers signed his two year one hundred twenty two million dollar extension with the Trailblazers, and um. I'm gonna say this. Uh, that's cool. I'm I'm happy for Dame. He's getting paid. Love to see a black man get paid. In the words of J. Cole. But um, I still I can't. Dame is not going anywhere. It's a he's he's back to square one. Like I I don't I really have I don't have much to say. He's back to square one. Um, I don't really. I don't really think he has enough pieces to to get anywhere. Um, like he might be able to get to the playoffs. I could see Portland being like a six to an eight seed, fighting for a play in next year. But over these next couple, I just I know Dame wants to stay in Portland. Like, and that's fine. I support that. I just don't see him winning in Portland. Like, I don't know. Portland just seems like one of those teams that are just they're just stagnant. They're always they're, on the. They're a small market. Yeah, nothing big is gonna pop there unless they just you draft something crazy there. They're a small market, and sadly, it seems like Damian Lillard is gonna end up like a guy like Charles Barkley. Damian Lillard is gonna be a top five player to never win a championship because Portland doesn't have anything else. To be honest, you know, you know, I got you know, I got love for AI, but you know, at the end of the day, I get it. You loyal. We want to ride out from Portland. That's cool. When Kobe did that, he won five chips, though. You got zero. Now, if you're not championship hungry, hey, more power to you, I guess. Collect your bag. Keep it pushing. You and Anthony Simmons can't get it done by yourselves. Nurkic? Come on. Ooh. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> it's you and Anthony Simmons, bro. Y'all can put up 100 points every game. Guess what? They gonna put up a hundred thousand on the other side, okay? Y'all need everything. Y'all need a little bit of everything. And you know what, Dame? You could be as clutch as you want to. I don't even see them fighting for a six spot or a seven spot. I see them fighting for the play-in, maybe, or just missing the play-in completely. Cause it's just Dame, and there's a lot of guys who are just, they're great players and just by themselves. And that's not enough. Throughout of all the NBA, we've always known that's not enough. Jordan couldn't do it on his own. Bron couldn't do it on his own. Bean couldn't, no one has done it on their own like that. And guess what, Dame? 
I love you. I got no issue with you, but you're not as good as those guys that I just mentioned. Please stop thinking you can do it on your own. It's time to go if you want a championship. If not, if you don't believe in championships, like you don't care about them, that's cool. Ride out in Portland. You can be a top five player and never get a championship, but you're going to be a good player still. Okay. Okay. I like that. Like those remarks. Um, Prodigy, you got any thoughts about Dame and his deal? I mean, I'm just disappointed, man. Um, I want to see Dame do great. I want to see Dame win a chip, but like at this point, they shipped off your brother CJ to the Pelicans, and you get Josh Hart and I think Larry Nance. Um, and it's like, what more can we ask for? I, like. Dame, I, if if you want to prove us all wrong, if you want to prove us all wrong, you gotta you gotta you gotta go past the play-in. Like you gotta you gotta potentially get that fourth or or that sixth spot. You can there there are teams to slip up for sure, but I take it a step further and say you need to make at least the Western Conference Finals. Has he ever been? Western Conference Finals? Name. Nah. No, he's, been there. he's been there once. Once. He's in the top uh, 75 team. My bad. He's better than the Clippers. They were in that year, that KD, that 2018 year. So they got swept. They got swept. Up 20 in each game and still somehow managed to lose each game. It was crazy. Because it's just Dame. Yeah, it's just Dame. Sometimes he gets tired, too. Honestly, man, I think they need to – they need to – in Portland, they need to fix their front office. If the front office don't want to get get more players, they just needs to. They need to move there, cities. Bro. Portland don't deserve it. New city, new name. Seattle Supersonics. Supersonics. They gotta go somewhere, man. Seattle. It's, it's not. It's not working out for them. Nobody wants to go to Portland. No one it's, wants to see the Trailblazers play, bro. Yeah, bro. It's it's gonna be a rip. Clyde Drexel's been gone, bro. We don't care about Clyde Clyde no more, bro. They even unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, they said bring back the Supersonics. I mean, if there's any team that I wouldn't mind actually becoming the Supersonics, that is the Sacramento Kings. But that's a whole nother story. Um, but let's move on. Um, as we continue, let's move on to the NFL. And NFL is almost around here too, you guys. We've got literally a month and a half before kickoff. Training camp is underway, and we have a lot of things going on coming into training camp. And let's start off with some news here. Um, Orlando Brown, Jesse Bates, and Mike Gusecki all could not reach long-term deals. So they signed them tenders. And they will be free agents coming at the end of next year, coming in 2023. And I like free agency already. Me too. <laughs> those are going to be some big – those are some big names to kick it off. Um, and I will say this. Um, for me – the biggest name out of these people, um, I think I believe is Jesse Bates. Like, because considering what he did for how he helped the Bengals get to that Super Bowl, obviously the biggest caveat was Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. We're not going to speak past that. But they still need to have clutch defense to beat the Chiefs, beat the Titans, you know, and beat the Raiders as well. And Jesse Bates is, I believe, the soul of that defense. Um, I believe him. Trey Hendrickson, and um, there's one other guy I'm missing. 
Um, but I believe Jesse Bates is really the soul of that defense. He's like one of the anchors, one of the big guys in like what's the what's the Steelers uh former DB? He was he used to be a Steeler. Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um you 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 Mike said Hilton? Oh, you're talking about Mike Hilton, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Cheeto Bowie, I believe, is gone now as well. Is he? I don't know. But Jesse Bates is the key. Of, is like I believe he's the soul of that defense. He's one of the captains, and like, if he he's done a lot for that team, and um, if they're not able to get a deal with him done next year, I believe that's going to put that's going to put a real mm in them moving forward. I believe they're going to be one of the better teams over the next five years. But not having Jesse Bates is going to put a it's going to put a mm, like a big. A, like a big like you know like pin in the fork or whatever like for that for that organization moving forward um i believe he's the biggest name out of those three to four guys that didn't resign um but what do you guys feel how do you guys feel about um you know orlando brown mike Isecki, um also orland and also jesse bates and there's another guy just kid, name is just slipping past my name right now my mind right now but um yeah how do you guys feel about that um I was actually surprised about Jesse Bates for sure. Cause Jesse Bates is like guy. Um Orlando Brown, I feel like he's just asking for way too much. Um yeah, he's just asking for way too much, in my opinion. But everybody oh. else continue your last statement, sorry. But everybody else is um I feel like Mike Gusecki doesn't want to stay in, in with the Dolphins. With the Dolphins. So, um, yeah, that's my take on those uh, those free agents. Oh, and the well, last honestly, guy. for me, I think. Um, last guy was Dalton Schultz. But, yeah, Dalton continue. Schultz. Sorry. Oh, Cowboy. I wouldn't be Cowboy either. Okay, so I feel like with the thing with Mike Gusecki is I think he feels like with the new addition to Tyree Kill and everything, I think that he feel up, feels like he's not going to get a lot of touches, which in theory may be true, but, like, they still need a tight end. So I don't know I don't know why the Dolphins aren't not pursuing him. Maybe they can find another tight end on, on the market. But I feel I, – I truly feel like Mike Kosicki can be that that go-to option for the for the Dolphins. So I, I think that for him, I think he probably, probably want to ask for a little bit less – have a actually have a good year because I think that's honestly why the Dolphins aren't giving him this this money is because he's yet to produce one decent good year where he's you know in the top five at least top five for tight ends and receiving yards catches touchdowns you know Mm -hmm. but for Orlando Brown I honestly do think he's he's probably asking for for too much they, I don't think the Chiefs have the the cap space for the money he's he's asking for. You still got Mahomes on a tenure. You just signed Juju. You gotta you gotta you gotta pay McCole Hardman. You gotta pay all these other receivers, and you do gotta pay Tyron Matthew too as well. I forgot about him. Sorry. You gotta pay. You gotta pay that boy Travi too. Travi. You, you gotta you got you got tra- you got Travis Kelsey in the mix too. So I I think for him I think also the same thing with Mike Kosicki. He gonna have to take a little bit less money and, and come back and have a strong year so he can get that that super max deal. Because if not, then they're, they're going to have to go somewhere else. And Jesse Bates, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the the Bengals are thinking not resigning him. That's the one player that I'm like, okay, why are you not signing one of your top defenders, one of the top safeties in the league? 
unlike the other two that are not are that didn't get signed, Jesse Bates is a really good safety. He's a really good safety. He's one of the top safeties in the league. Top five is mine. Top five, bro. Why are you not? Why why don't you want to run it back with him? He literally just was a part of that core defensive team that led you to a Super Bowl and damn near won it. Yeah. Damn near won it. Why aren't you re-signing this guy, a leader, one of the top rated safeties in the league right now? Why don't you sign a guy like that? I don't know, man. I don't know. The Bengals, I feel like the Bengals are going to be able to work something out. I just believe they did a, well, for the big, I do believe they, because they went big in free agency getting those offensive linemen. So, like, that's. Yeah, I think, okay. That did put it like a big, mm, like, whoa, we got to, you know, we got to protect the quarterback first. So, I feel like, I yeah. do believe they're going to be able to work something out because they didn't bring back CJ Uzama, which was a big surprise for me. You know, Ooh. he was a lovely target and he's going to do wonders with the Jets. Ooh, the Jets, man. Prodigy, we haven't talked about the Jets enough. The Jets are making a lot of moves. They are. The Jets made a lot of moves. Jesus, like, but I'm, I'm, we're going to lose track if we start talking about New York. But let's continue. Um, Let's talk about this man, Kyler Murray. You know, you know, Prodigy, you like to call him Midget. You know, you call him Midget a lot. <laughs> but Kyler Murray and the Cardinals get finally got their, I guess, issues resolved. He inked a new deal. Five years, $230.5 million, 160 mil guaranteed. And obviously, Kyler just came off probably one of the most embarrassing playoff performances in NFL history. And he gets this five-year deal. And honestly, I will say this. That team was kind of injured going in. Um, you know, D-Hop, you know, throughout most of the season. And D-Hop won't be there the first six weeks of the season. So... They're they're showing that Kyler they they have faith in Kyler and Kyler's not going anywhere. But for me, Kyler, I will say this, Kyler, um, I love you. You're a really great guy. You know, you ha- you can throw a needle. You can get out of there like no other. Tough for a lot of defenses to play against. But my issue with this signing, and it's not necessarily Kyler because Kyler's going to be there. But you guys just traded for Hollywood Brown. They just traded for Hollywood. And obviously they say they want to work out, they want to work out a long-term deal with Hollywood to keep him. But you have you already have one of the because Hollywood is wants at least 21 mil. Like, let's start there. He wants at least 21 million dollars off rip. So you already have to pay, I think, the second to third highest paid receiver now in DeAndre Hopkins. He's at 28 or 29 mil behind, you know, Tyreek, behind Devontae. And then, you know, sadly, Christian Kirk is right under there, right after him. We're not even going to talk about that. But, okay, you already have to pay D-Hop. And obviously, D-Hop still have a, a lot of good years on him. I kind of does. He kinda, he's, he's still one of those guys. So, you're already going to have to pay him sooner than later. And he's, his deal's coming to an end sooner than later. So, how are you going to be able to fluctuate? Because I believe if a team is paying two receivers over $22 million a year, you're not really going to have any cap space. Period. Period. You just you already got to pay your quarterback. You're going to pay two top guys, two top guys. Like that worries me with the Cardinals. Like that's the, I had no issue with the deal. Kyler's that guy. He's definitely the face of the franchise. But um, what are you going to do about Hollywood when Hollywood wants to get paid? Because when Hollywood trying to get paid, D Hop, like you know, Hollywood's got I think a year and a half or two years left on his contract from the Ravens that transferred over. So what about D when D Hop when he gonna be like D Hop gonna be looking like um, I'm still that guy. Give me my money. So I'm 
that's what popped in my head when I saw this deal with the Cardinals giving Kyler. I'm like, yo, how they finna work out D Hop, Kyler, and Hollywood? I like the tandem, but sir, that's a lot of money they're gonna be asking for. And you know, the receiver asking price has shot through the roof thanks to Christian Kirk. So um, that's all I had to say about Kyler's deal. But how do you guys feel about Kyler Murray and the and the Cardinals getting this deal done? Hmm. I don't like it, man. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't like it. Don't Not like one it. bit. Hmm. Why are you giving two hundred and thirty million dollars? What did you make in hundred and sixty guaranteed? You said yep, one hundred sixty million guaranteed. guaranteed for a quarterback that just had the most subpar year he could ever have. <laughs> they just. What is go- what is going on with these with, with Arizona, man? I mean, mm. you're not wrong. <laughs> you just have one. Kyler, why are you giving? No, I got a better question for you guys. Why are we giving money to a quarterback that's not in the top five? Two hundred and thirty million dollars we're giving it to a non-top five quarterback. Yeah, another quarterback we'll give it to. It's not like there's just a. Why is it there? Okay, but why two hundred and thirty million dollars to him? If you don't pay it to him, though, if he can go out somewhere else and get it. Seattle? That's Seattle. Seattle. But, I mean, yeah, Kyler could have gone anywhere else, but respectfully, the QB market has become so hard in the NFL. Like, teams have really tried to push to get their quarterbacks. So, like, like where could Kyler have gone to fit in? Like, Kyler, like, Arizona's system fits Kyler Murray. Arizona's system is Kyler Murray. He can't just go off and go to, like, I don't know, Seattle. He's going to – it's going to take forever for him to get in there. He can't go to – what's another team that needs a quarterback? Um, Carolina, that wouldn't have worked either. Carolina drafted a guy, you know, and they just got – we're going to talk about him in a second. But, you know, it's just like that's not I, – I get it, but Kyler was going to have to wait in general. It's not like he was going to – but, yeah, why this early, though? Like – I feel like it was too early to make that deal because Kyler's been in the league for since what 2019. Yeah, yeah. So that's like this is going on his third or fourth year in the league, bro. They could have waited. Yeah. They didn't have to jump the gun. I think. I think was, that. What I saying? think he needed to uh, prove a little bit more to me, at least, that he can be a elite quarterback in the in the league. To what nice. deal you offer him? What, 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 what deal would y'all offer him then? Not a, a five year, two hundred and thirty. So in the next, so basically, the one there's a chance you lose it now. So there, so basically, what we're saying is, in the next five years, we're gonna either he's gonna potentially make to- go make a deep run in the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl, or he's either not gonna do that. So what? Are, so I, I, I don't know. I'm confused. And I'm confused on the whole deal and and why. I like the link. I don't like the amount of money you gave him and the You're guarantee. Sure he's got everything. Some potential out there. Yes, and now we're saying that he has to perform. He, he has, has to, to perform, perform now. now. He has you got two hundred and thirty million dollars. You have to. One hundred and sixty guaranteed. Hey, you know. I mean, it's you're like, not wrong, but like, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, with the loss to D Hop, you had to do a lot more. But like, you're not out with you're out with D Hop for half the season. Technically, I used to be out for the season, but like you, mm-hmm. you have to do so much more now because Hollywood is iffy. He's he's known to drop passes now. Wide open passes, not passes. Wide open passes. 
I had to say he's it. I'm sorry. Wrong. I had to say it. He's not wrong. It's, chill, there's chill, footage chill. of it. I'm sorry. I I I love Hollywood to death. He's a Florida boy. He's my he's guy. I love him at Oklahoma. I get him in fantasy almost every year. Facts. And I uh, he just he really disappointed me last season with the Ravens. Like, but he he he. He made a lot of good plays, but he made a lot of plays where you're just like, are you kidding me? But let's continue. We're talking let's, let's stick on with quarterbacks. And um we're gonna talk about this guy, so we do not save him for last. But Baker May. <laughs> let's talk. Okay, guys. I have a quick you know, this is I'm gonna this is my team. This is one of my teams, so I will take the latter half here. But the Carolina Panthers traded a fifth round pick for Baker Mayfield and um to the Browns. Hey, and honestly, that's a great that's a great asking price for Baker. You know, Mayfield. that is he worth know, the fourth round. He's worth the fifth you round. Know, you know, respectfully, look, it, there's no of who won the trade, who didn't win the trade. Obviously, there is no it's a lose lose situation in my book. And I say this because one, because Carolina's my team, and we just went out and drafted Matt Corral in the third round. I believe the third. we drafted Matt Corral in the third round and Matt Corral is, I believe, I believed he was this probably the second best quarterback that came out of this draft. I like this past draft. I believe he was the second best quarterback coming out of this draft. He needs to put a little bit more weight on him just so he doesn't get dinged up real bad, but he can throw that ball. He is accurate. He literally reminds me of Drew Brees um, early in his career when he was with the Chargers and I believe Matt Corral would do wonders in the NFL if he's in a right system, good coach, and all that. And the thing is, Carolina, sadly, we do not have that right now. But if we're able to get a guy that we believe can be the face of the franchise, is great. And drafting third round, that's good. But, you know, we're still lingling on with Sam Darnold, and we know Sam Darnold's – we don't believe Sam Darnold's going to be the, the key moving forward. So you get Matt Corral. But when you go and trade for Baker Mayfield, who was a number one overall pick, like we cannot skip past that. He was a number one overall pick. And obviously they say it's just one year, you know, he's playing out and he's going to get an asking price. That's cool and all, but respectfully, outside of Seattle, what other team will shoot for Baker Mayfield next year? Like, no, Baker Mayfield. Sadly to say, it'd only be Seattle because the tech, I feel like the Texans got so much faith in this man, Davis Mills. They, they're, they're putting pieces around Davis Mills. The Texans believe in Davis Mills. They went and drafted in the year the whole thing with Deshaun was going on. So they're like, we're going to get a quarterback. And Davis Mills slept on. I believe he's a slept on quarterback. He was a slept on guy for sure. He beat the number one overall pick in his first in his first start. Hey, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He beat Trevor let's Lawrence. Not Man, let's not talk about that. I'm just stating the facts. But like, it, like speaking back to Baker Mayfield, like my only issue with this is one, our system does not fit Baker at all. Facts, Two, facts, facts. Two, um, Robbie Anderson definitely does not like Baker Mayfield. So I'm like, yikes. He didn't want you here. And you have to throw the ball to this man. Hello. You know, you have one of the best running backs in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey, but Christian McCaffrey's been having injury problems. So, you know, like Baker, I don't, I just, I don't believe... It was a safe spot, but it was also a lose-lose situation. The Browns got a fifth-round pick. That's cool and all. But, like, you know, for Carolina, we just drafted Matt Corral. We're saying we want him to be the face of the franchise. Why do you go out and get Baker? Because what if 
and no, I don't believe we're going to do well with Baker. Um, like we have a rough schedule because some people are saying Baker is going to start the latter half of the year and give us like maybe five wins. We have to play a lot of hard teams. Do you not know who our division is? The Saints, the Bucks, and the Falcons. And like, yeah, yeah, the Falcons are the Falcons. But look, the Falcons are going to be something deadly in the next few years, I would say. But like, Baker, Baker's not just going to go out and win us games. Like, I don't care if Chris McCaffrey or DJ Moore is healthy. It, we're, we're not going to be able to just win. We have a pretty good defense, but. Baker, you had a the pieces you had in Cleveland are a lot better than the pieces you have in Carolina, and you're not just going to go out and win. And and in regards to our QB competition, the outlier here, bumping, I would go with PJ Walker. He's the only one out of all the four QBs that has a winning record. He's two and zero for crying out loud. Give him a shot. He knows the system. He played for Coach Nor not Norvell, Coach um I can't remember our coach's name, but he played for them at Temple. Like, I just. I don't I don't like the situation for Baker and I don't like it for the team. I, I don't even know what's gonna get out of our season. Like this is gonna be a long season for my for me as a Panthers fan, but that's my long spiel. But how do you guys feel about Baker Mayfield going to Carolina? Um I know I talked for like a minute. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about Baker Mayfield going to the Panthers? I think they're I think the Panthers are it's it's a little bit of an upgrade. I'm not saying it's a major upgrade. It's just a little bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. I think Carolina is just the Cleveland Browns with a better defense. That's all that really is. I don't think I don't I don't think I, I don't think they're gonna shine either. They're in the NFC and the NFC South. So it's it's gonna be a toss up. I think they're gonna be more like an eight and seventeen, maybe. They're gonna they're they're gonna be above five hundred for sure, but Baker is is not the move. You can't you cannot win with with Baker. I, I don't I don't think you can win with Baker. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be very tough for them for these next couple of years if Baker is still at QB one. Now these other quarterbacks, um, I don't I don't know. I don't know how these other quarterbacks are going to set up for Carolina. It's it's not looking good for Carolina right now. I'm gonna be honest. It's yeah, it's, it's not looking good. It's not. It's not. Looking good. It's not. It's not at all, but let's, let's, let's talk. Let's we're continue to talk about quarterbacks. Let's talk about a division that has a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterback and a lot of teams just going crazy. Um, The AFC West, like we mentioned them in our last, our last episode, but the AFC West is really, really good this year. Stacked, loaded, firepower, all you can say. You got the reigning division champs, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and they just got Juju. Like, and like Devontae Adams is a Raider. Like, he, he's been the biggest talked about. They've been the biggest talked about team going into training camp is Tay and, you know, Carr together back from college boys. Like, and then we still got the, we still got the Broncos. Russell, they just got Russell Wilson. That's just not like, oh, they got Russell. No, they got Russell Wilson for crying out loud. Russell Wilson, guys. They, they're cornerback city. They literally have too many corners to count, stacked with corners. And then you just have nothing but the San Diego, the Los Angeles. I said San Diego. I'm sorry, guys. The Los Angeles Chargers just did nothing. Just went and got Khalil Mack to join with Joey Bosa. Went and got J.C. Jackson up the major. Derwin James is still back there. They got third and for defensive rookie of the year, Asante Samuel. Nothing too major. They're just stacked. They still got Mike Williams. Um, what's the man? Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Guy. Oh, that's it. No. This this division stat, guys. And um, my question for y'all. Um, 
I ask Prodigy this question almost every sports because it's just been on. He never gives me a definitive answer. But DB, since you're here, who do you got coming out the AFC West? Like, who do you think? Well, who do you think can make this playoffs? And who do you have? Honest, winning that division. Who do you have I winning that division? I cannot give him a true answer. Be honest. Oh, it's that question. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, DB. Who do you got winning the AFC West, man? Uh, The same team that's been whooping on the AFC for the past three years. No. The Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think so. They still got Patty Mahomes. Oh, they still got you. Andy Reid. What 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 are we what are we talking about right now? And I don't think I don't think if you add I don't think if you add Russ to that Broncos team that they're gonna it's be better elite. than Drew Locke. It is better than Drew Locke, but I, they can make they, the Broncos can make some the Broncos is probably the only team that'll probably compete with with them for real. What? So you, you got no favor the chart. A lot of people have honestly been holding off the chart like. I've noticed a lot What's of people giving the Chargers. Well, and, and you know, no, there's nothing wrong with the Charger, Chargers. You know, Herbert's my guy. Her- Oregon. Yes, you know. Yes, yes. I know, I know, I know. Arguably I the just, third strongest arm in the league. I just, I just got to go with the, I just got to go with the big guy. I can't, I can't have no upsets right now. It's, it's, the season has just started. Maybe my answer will change during the season, but. Oh right yeah! Right now I got the I got the defending I got the I, I got them, bro. You know, Rob, I'm actually gonna give you an answer this week. I, I can't, bro. I can't. You know, you know what this is. I'm I'm gonna have to give you an answer after a long. Okay. What's long the way to time? I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I have to go with the Chargers. I have to, cause hear me out. You have overliable Keelan Allen that's just gonna give you them yards. You still got Mike Evans. You got Jalen Guyton. You got Austin Eckler. That's a solid offensive core you got there. And then on the defensive side, you got Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Jordan James, Asante Samuel, J.C. Jackson, Nazir Adderley. Why can't you go wrong here? Great. What's that got to do with the Los Angeles Rams and our winningness? We're, we're not talking. Stay that's over a there. different. That's a different stay um, over conference. In the basketball community. Stay over there. No one cares. All right. No one cares about your Los Angeles Rams win, and the non cap spacing somehow are winning. able to pull out. You don't care about winning. Because they won one Super Bowl and now now it's all of a sudden. I will under your belt. LA's been doing it. The Dodgers got there first, then the Lakers. I was Rams coming along. Hmm. But we need the galaxy to come along and we good. I will say this, you know, I will is this guy. Since we since he wanted to since he wanted to bring up the he just brought up the Rams out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I will say this though. And Mark, I don't believe you're gonna like this statement, but I do not believe the Rams are actually gonna win their division this year. Facts. I believe coming out of the NFC West. 49ers. I've got the 49ers. And the reason why (laughs) the reason why I've got the 49ers one, they should have won the NFC championship and we know it, but I'm happy the Rams won. I love Jalen Ramsey. My boy got his ring, but the 49ers should have won the NFC championship. They should have. All we had to do was catch that pick, bro. Why the Korsky tart in his hand. Yes, they do. And my boy, this is whoa, whoa, whoa. Casual, bro. my boy, oh, my boy, Trey Lance. Trey Lance? Trey Lance, Trey Lance. He got a show. He can do it. He can, he's shown. My boy, he Trey Lance. Show with the right pieces around him, he can do it. What do you, what he, now, bro, Lance, he had, had everything. No, 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 no. Stafford had no, no, no. everything. He had the best 
our, no, the best D tackle, the best corner, one not, of the best I'm receivers. No, no, the best receiver. I'm not saying we weren't with the most talented. That's how that y'all got OBJ. Ain't y'all had OBJ. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we weren't the most talented team in the league on paper. I'm saying it wasn't even on Stafford has shown when he has the pieces, he's gonna get the job done. Bro, we the 49ers have shown what? I okay, Mark, I see what you're coming here. No, that we one quarterback. Y'all are a major quarterback away though. We and you're gonna put all your faith in Trey Lance. They got their one quarterback. But you're putting your faith in Trey Lance. One key ingredient. First season, first full season, he's okay. going crazy. Mark, hey, whoa, whoa. one key ingredient. Mark, one I'm talking about going back to back. We done resigned up one and traded the farm. The future yo, yo, comes yo, away. Yeah, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, that's cool. Every dollar Oh, wait, guys. We can't forget. And they got the best linebacker. They just signed Bobby. Where are hey. y'all getting cash raised? But guys, <laughs> but guys, check this out. No, guys, check this out. The and the reason why I say the 49ers. Right here, man. Like, Bobby, I like bro. Mark. I get all you're saying. The Rams, this, the Rams, this, the Ram that. But one, the no Rams have a lot there. of guys that are old and can get hurt. And the Rams did lose Bobby a lot Wagner. of their offensive we line. The same this year. We have last year. They lost a lot of their offensive line. Healthy, sure. But y'all are healthy. I believe with the 49ers, what is so key about the 49ers is when Trey Lance, the times he did play this past year, he proved he can, he can get it. He played really well when he was given the opportunity. He's watching, bro. And obviously, I don't watch 49ers. Though. And check this out. They still got probably the biggest bad boy in the Debo Samuel has Debo literally caused issues Egypt. for everybody in the NFL. And I believe it will continue. Debo is like, because Debo, he playing for, he won't his money. I feel like he's a little better. Yeah, Debo's going to want his money, bro. Debo's coming. I think, Debo's coming for his money. Yeah, they need to pay him, bro. Pay him ASAP. And he's going to prove to them why they need to pay him. And he's going to play real well. And the 49ers are going to be a hard team to beat. Yep. I, I, they, look. I agree with you more. I, Look, I know people have to think about Kyle Shanahan this, Kyle Shanahan that. But Kyle Shanahan, look what he's done since he's been with the 49ers. Been to a Super Bowl, almost won a Super Bowl. Yes, we know. Um, they, I, look, they beat, look. Um, no way you just bet on a regular season. The 49ers beat the Rams twice in the regular season. You know we're like, you know we're like seven and one in the like last eight games, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. You did win the congratulations. game. Congratulations. You, you just won hundred dollars. We said we went to the show. Okay, but you're saying first game. Well, let's bet every game. You want to bet every game? I'm willing to bet with you every wow, game. Wow, y'all bet every game. You with your team, you with my team. Okay, of course, because we're in the same we're in the same division. You seven and one. But okay, but yeah, let's um let's yeah, keep the let's yeah, bet let's game. keep the conversation the going. Game. Um. All right, guys, we're going to introduce a new I'll segment be, here. I couldn't bet a box of little seats or something. What Sports XD? We're going to bet. We're going to start a new. Um, we're starting yeah. a new segment here on Sports XD, where we call um, drink to this or drink. Are you drinking to this or not drinking to this? Well, drinking or not drinking to that. Sorry, guys, I butchered it. Drinking or not drinking to that. It's a new segment here on Sports XD where we got four to five topics during. We'll have NBA and NFL for this first one. Four to five quick topics, and um, you get about 30 seconds to say if you're drinking or not drinking to it. And you tell us why. 30 seconds to a minute, no more, nothing less. And um, 
I'm going to have, since there's four topics for the NBA, I will have Mark and Prodigy just strictly cover these since Mark is strictly just a, actually, no, Mark, I will just have you cover. I will just have you do these since um, I'm going to have you drinking this or not drinking to that. First um, topic I want you to cover, Mark, are you drinking or not drinking to this? Zion signing his five-year, $193 million rookie contract extension. Are you drinking or not drinking to that? I'm drinking to it. I'm drinking to it because the Pelicans are looking extremely nice. We got Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jose Alvarado. The Pelicans are looking like, not now, not going to say next season, two, maybe three seasons. The Pelicans might be crazy. Let's not forget, Zion averaging, what, what was it, like, 26 points per game on like almost 60% shooting. Zion's a walking bucket. When he's healthy, he's playing. As long as the Pelicans are healthy, they are a threat in the West. They're a threat. They're a threat. They have too many offensive potentials. They get it all together. In the next couple of years, the Pelicans are someone to look out for. I'm telling you right now. Okay. All right. And next one for you, NBA-wise. My Bulls signed Goran Dragic to a one-year deal. Mark, are you drinking or not drinking to that? Yeah, I'm going to drink to that. I'm going to drink to it. Not because I expect nothing crazy out of Goran Dragic on the scoreboard. It's not because I expect his box scores to be nothing crazy. But I expect Goran Dragic's leadership, his experience, his basketball IQ to translate on. The Heat keep Udonis has them on there not to play him but to be a mentor to those young guys. And Goran Dragic, he's getting old, man. But guess what? He knows something about the game. He's got some IQ. He's going to translate that over to the floor. I don't care if he doesn't even give me 10 points per game. I ain't got an issue with that. That's not why I got him on the floor. That's not why I'm signing him to the deal. So I got no problem with that. I'll drink to it. All righty, all righty. Next one. Net signing TJ Warren. Mark, are you drinking or not drinking to that? (sighs) I want to drink to it, but I'm not. I can't. I can't drink to it because what did they get? What did they really get? TJ Warren's last time being relevant was when he was in the bubble facing off against Jimmy Butler. And last I checked, Jimmy Butler ain't got a chip. Got no issue with Jimmy Butler, but TJ Warren is a Costco off-brand version of him. Okay? Not even that good. So guess what? It doesn't fix the Nets' problem. The Nets' problem is they don't have no chemistry. They don't play together. They're not healthy. They don't have a great backcourt. They're not great defenders. The head coach is trash. The Nets' problems don't change with T.J. Warren getting there. All it does is it looks good on paper. It fills out another billboard. And guess what? Nothing real important happens. I can't drink to it because I don't think T.J. Warren brings that much to the table to fix the problems that they have on hand. Mm. Okay. All right. I feel that. I feel that. And last one for the NBA, Mark. Um, I feel like I already know your answer for this, but Danilo Gallinari has signed a two-year, $13.3 million deal with the Celtics. Mark, are you drinking or not drinking to that? I can sip to it. I can sip to it. I can take a shot. Not a full drink. I can't get drunk to it, but I I can sip to it. It's decent depth. It adds something to the table. It's not really hurting them to any degree, you know, especially Al Orford only getting older. You need a, a big guy back there, you know, to run the four or something who can get a bucket, who can put down a three. Because Al Orford, you know, you can't ask much out of him. If he gives you a lot, that's great. But damn it, he's old. His knees hurt. So, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad. It's good. It's all right. I can sip to it. 
you can sip to it. You can sip to it. I can okay. sip to it. I like the answer. I like the answer. But we're finna move on to the NFL portion of it. So DB and Prodigy, if y'all want to hop back in, um, let's and let's see. So first one for our NFL portion of drinking or not drinking to that. Um, whoever wants to answer can answer. But we're gonna start with none other than Florida State. Um, so our boy Jameis Winston is he prime for a comeback season? Are you drinking or not drinking to that, y'all guys? Are y'all drinking or not drinking to that? I'm I'm a I'm a drink to that just okay. because um, you know. Let's just take a look at what the 49ers got. They still got Michael Thomas. You mean the Saints? Okay. Well, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, my fault, my fault. The Saints. They got Michael Thomas still. But let's just not forget, they drafted one of the, the, the Buckeye boys, I like to call him, Chris Olave. Chris, Chris Olave is a great, great selection for Jameis because he's speedy. And when Jameis can throw the deep ball, God damn it, that ball looks pretty and it's able to be caught. Now, let's look at Jameis Winston's test of last year before he got that terrible ACL injury. Less turnovers, more TDs. I'm seeing a little, uh, I'm seeing improvement better than what Bruce Arians could do. You know, it's not much, but I feel like he can make a comeback player of the year work, especially if Alvin Kamara doesn't get charged. Hmm. I feel like he could get the job done. Okay. All right, DB, you you taking a drink of this, a shot of this? Like, how you feel about Jameis? Prime comeback season. I am not drinking to that. You're not. Okay. Not even a little bit. I probably won't even take a sip. I'm probably going to move it down and ask somebody else to drink it for me. Okay. There's, I don't I don't believe Jameis Winston can become a elite quarterback or maybe even a decent quarterback. This is one, this is one of the guys that – this is, this, is, this is a guy that – threw for the most touchdowns and then but also on the other hand threw for the most interceptions in the same season bro he has his own 30 for 30 bro leave him alone <laughs> he is throwing he is throwing it but like for obvious reasons i don't think that they can he can be an elite quarterback and not to compete with the bucks that's my take on it. I, okay. I can't. I can't say too much more. Okay. All righty, prodigy. I'm gonna just leave this one for you. Honestly, no. You and B- DB can both answer this. Or, but um, a lot of talk has gone around due to the addition of Doug Peterson that this year's Jacksonville Jaguars can be the version of last year's Cincinnati Bengals. Prodigy or DB, are you guys drinking to that? I already tell you this first off. For me, I'm not gonna take a shot of that. I might take a sip of it, but I'm not taking it. I'm not drinking to that. But are you guys drinking to that? No, I'm taking slow sips, bro. The ice probably gonna be melted by the time I'm done drinking that. Cause like, yeah, you got a Super Bowl content, uh, Super Bowl cult winning coach. Cool. Okay. Cool. The only problem I have. Well, hold on. Before I get to my problems, y'all also got some good free agencies other than that god-awful contract with Christian Kirk. But y'all stole some couple of some, some key people and drafted of my likeliness. Y'all also drafted uh, uh, y'all also got free agent Florida boy that won a chip from with the Rams. Shout out, shout out Mark, by the way, for not picking that nigga up. We love you for that. Right. We love you. Darius Woods. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take a sip because I don't I don't feel like 
Doug has the players full full trust after the Urban Meyer Meyer short era. Um, I don't feel like he has the players full trust. Um, most you got a running back coming off an injury, and you got arguably not even arguably our best player on the team injured. Um, then you have a iffy wide receiver core. The only person that's more consistent on that wide receiver core is Marvin Jones. And um, defense is solid, but like offense, I'm not, I'm not liking it. So I'm taking slow sips. You're not drinking to that. You're taking a sip. Okay. What about you, DB? Might have to drink for this. Okay. Mainly because. Mainly because they do have they do have the number one overall pick. They do have Trevor Lawrence. They're, they're gonna get TJ Yell, not TJ Yell, They're gonna get Travis ET, Travis Etienne coming back now. Travis. You got you, you got some experience at the coaching level, so you know some team some uh, coaches are gonna want to coach with Doug Peterson because you know he has that that great uh, offensive mind coming in, coming into Jacksonville. But let's not let's let's not forget that this is a team that has been bad for a long time. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> Except for one year in 2017 shut when they up. made when they made the conference championship and then immediately went back to being Jacksonville that we all know and love. You can blame Blake Boy. So that, yes, in a theory they could be, but probably not. But I'm still gonna drink to it because I think they I think that they can do it. They okay. can, they can. You hold out hope. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have some hope for them. Bro, casual, be quiet. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Let's continue. This one, wow. This one, I saw this. I'm like, I gotta throw this in here. But Saints, DB, CJ Gardner Johnson, and Prodigy knows how I feel about my man CJ. CJ, I can't stand you. But CJ Gardner Johnson says the Saints have the best defense in the NFL. Are you guys drinking or not drinking to that? You can take my drink back. I don't even want it. I want to. I want to refund too. <laughs> you want to refund? So y'all not drinking to that? I'm not, I'm not drinking, drinking that because the Saints' defense is if they play great in the beginning, and then when it gets to that grit and grind of the middle and the end of the season, they disappear. They're like Avatar: The Last Airbender. When the world needed the most, they vanished. Is it? Is it that hard? <laughs> is it that hard? That's gonna be a quick segment. Wow, yeah, that was a quick one. Y'all not drinking to that, and I wasn't drinking not, to we it not, either. We're not drinking to it because uh, the Rams, the, I guess the Rams went off and died somewhere. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, major roadkill. Major we, road We're not going to act like, like Pittsburgh's defense is, is, is like, like what? Or, or the Bills. What, I mean, are, like, what are we talking about right now? Hey, let's not talk about the Bills. Yeah, okay, yeah, all about, right. Last one. <laughs> last one with this segment for the NFL. I cannot wait to hear this. Are you guys drinking or drink? Are you guys drinking or not drinking tonight? Tua will have a bounce back year with the additions of Tyreek. I left the restaurant. <laughs> I left the restaurant. I left the bar. I left the bar, folks. I'm in the Uber on the way home. Jacksonville got him drunk as ever. I'm not, I'm not drinking the two of man. Yes, he got Tyree Kill. Yes, he still has Mike and Sicky. But, but, what, but what else does Miami have that they can actually compete they got in the AMCs? They got, they got 
They got money back. I will say guy. That's your guy. Who? Roman Foster. I will say this. I guys, I was is he top five? Hey, hear me out. Hey, hear me out, Loki. I will take a sip to this. And the reason being, Mm. the San Francisco 49ers have had one of the better offenses in the past, primarily because of Kyle Shanahan and his run game. What is what does the Shanahan's live by? Run it till they stop it. And no one's been able to stop the 49ers run game a lot. But they do have they did just get the offensive coordinator to be their head coach from the 49ers and they did get they got you know they did get a lot of um pieces from the 49ers so i do believe that i just forgot the guy's name but i do believe he'll be able to instill a little bit of that 49er-esque offense with them i can sip to it a little bit only because i believe if if he was if um if Kyle Shanahan was able to do it with Jimmy G, I believe Tua can subliminally slide by. Because, like, let's think about it. Miami has probably the two fastest wide receivers in the NFL right now, like Jalen Waddle, Tyreek. And um, obviously you want to get the ball down the field. But, like, I believe that, like, with this with, – they have a plethora of running backs. I believe they can, they can slowly get down there. I will sit to this. I don't believe this is a – this is definitely a work in progress, but I believe Tua can bounce back a little bit. If they don't give him some crazy passes down the field, still got to work on that deep ball. Give him, because Jimmy G didn't throw the ball deep a lot in San Francisco. So obviously they're going to be kind of running the similar similar type of playbook. So let Tua get some small, short, medium-sized passes. Do not try to get him throwing the ball deep. Tyreek, Tyreek can play all around the field. I believe Tyreek can be a good gizmo gadget. They've got their running backs. They've got... um. Too many to count. Raheem Mostert's still there. You still got um Miles Gaskin. They've got guys, and I believe they can slowly get the job done. Still Mike Gusecki. I it it's gonna take some getting used to, but I'm gonna sip to it. I think it could work out if if they play the two of strengths. Two of strengths, he can run out the pocket. He can't throw a D ball, but he can throw it short and medium route. So I would I will I will sit to it. But barely, but barely sit to it. But I can't completely drink to that. Not even close. Um, Tua has so much to prove. But all right, you guys, that was the drinking or not drinking to that segment. But let's continue on with our our last segment. And Prodigy, you already know what the last segment is. Keep it at 100. We got three lovely keeping it at 100s, two NFL, one NBA to wrap out the episode. And um, you mean, you mean. Come on, come on. You got it. You got it. You got it. Will and will be um and yeah, let's just get started. You each will get um a hundred seconds to answer this and be completely honest. Keep it a hundred. And let me find my timer real quick. But our first keep it in a hundred. Of course, we know that man Matty Ice went to the um the oh oh Jesus, sorry. Matt Ryan went to the Colts. So uh yeah, so D B. You're keeping it 100. Matt Ryan will lead the Colts back to the playoffs next season. Keeping it 100 in your time starts now. I I think they can be a wild card team, and just that's probably the cap for them. I will say the AFC is looking kind of just a little bit weak, but maybe not because you still got the AFC West's. They're, all four of those teams are going to be dogs. They're probably going to be – those are probably going to be the top four for the AFC West. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. I think there'll be a a wild card team. I don't think they're gonna reach anything past that. That's my honest opinion about them. I think their defense is still gonna be solid. The quarterback play is definitely a, an up from Carson Wentz. So I think, I think, I think they're gonna be okay for just this first year with Matt with uh, Matty Ice. Now coming down the years, will they add pieces? Who knows if they're gonna add pieces or not to that roster so they can win in this next few years. But this first year, I think a, a wild card team is the cap for them for this first year. I don't think they're gonna be anywhere past that. Okay, uh, you still got 30 seconds left. Do you think they're gonna at least win their division possibly? But then they can win the division. Possibly, they could. They could. They could possibly. I think. I think in order for them to have any type of success, they have to win their conference in order for them to be relevant as one of the top teams in the uh, NFL. That's okay. they gotta that's beat the Jacks first. The Titans. That's it. Okay. All righty. Cool. 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 All right. Moving on. Prodigy for you. Um, this was a um, this was an interesting one to say the least. But actually, no. I take that back. Prodigy, I'll save you for last. Mark, I'm gonna throw this one out there for you. Um, there's been a lot of buzz going around, a lot of buzz going around, and about. <laughs> The spider, the spider, as we like to call him, spider. But Donovan Mitchell, he might be seeing his way out of Utah soon. And the fan favorite is the Knicks. So, Mark, this is your keeping 100. Um, This man, Donovan Mitchell, will end up with the Knicks, and he will be able to take him to the playoffs. Keeping it 100, and your time starts now. Stephen A. Smith, I am sorry to report to you. I just don't see Donovan Mitchell going to the Knicks. For the simple reason is nothing – his situation does not improve going to the Knicks. Let's say they get a trade deal off, right? The Knicks got to give up some juice, clearly, to get Donovan Mitchell. And guess what? They become a first-round bounce immediately. When you in Utah, you a first, maybe second round bounce. Now you just a guaranteed first round bounce. Everyone in the East who is competing for any kind of chance of a championship has a dominant big. Everyone. They have a big on their side that can get theirs. They are a force to be reckoned with. Okay. What do the Knicks got? Julius Randle? Who? Mitchell Robinson. That's not enough. That's not enough. It's, it's, it's not enough to get them past first, maybe second round bounce. I don't see why Donovan Mitchell would want to go there when at the end of the day, his situation is not going to prove at all. I don't think he's going. I think he's staying in Utah this year. I think he's staying in Utah. Talk to You got to talk to him in free agency. You're not going to get a trade right. They're just not going to get a trade right. And mm. free agency, I think he goes. Utah is not a, a super big market. You know, him and Rudy Gobert kind of a whole different conversation. I don't think it's going to work out in Utah. I do. I think he goes to the Knicks. Absolutely not. I think Stephen A. should have luck on that point. I don't think he goes to the Knicks. I think he either has to go to a big market where him going there automatically makes him a contender for a chip if he wants to succeed. He has to go somewhere where he's another, where there's another superstar there where when the two of them together, they're automatically contending for a chip. Okay. All right. Your time just ran out. And Prodigy. Oh, 
can't wait can't wait for this one but uh prodigy all right let me let me find the timer sorry prodigy yours oh i cannot wait to hear your answer for this but um there is a lot of you know qb carousel going around qb competitions going on in training camp but i want to get your take on this i want you to be brutally honest because this is your team this is your team but i gotta know this and i gotta know this now um with the washington commanders Sam Howell will end up being the starting quarterback by the end of next year. And he'll be able to lead the commanders to the playoffs in the next few years, keeping it 100. And your time starts now. As much as I gave Carson Wentz his due diligence, his flowers, for bringing the Eagles to where they were that first great playoff run, that led to them to be the underdogs to that Super Bowl um, win. No other things to Nick Folks. Um, as seeing Carson win season with the Colts last year and how he just completely dis, dis utterly subpar performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the final game of the season to not make the playoffs. Um, and now since you're in the NFC least, um, I feel like there's no way you cannot get this job done, um, especially since you got Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel. Um, you got a couple others for sure. Then you got the running backs. You got Antonio Gibson, Brian. Um, running back from Alabama. I can't forget it. I forgot his Brian last Robinson. Name. Yes, Brian Robinson Jr. And then we just can't forget about that top nine defense of ours. Um, I feel like Carson Wentz has to ball out. Like you can't be consistent for two weeks, inconsistent for four. I can't. I can't have that consistency because then I just want to throw in Sam Howell and make sure he has his targets. Because now I'm gonna move on. I don't even want your jersey anymore. I I just I just if you don't do great for this whole, like you gotta be great for six weeks. If you be great for six weeks coming into wherever our bye week is, you have my whole support. And then therefore I gotta cop your jersey. But I need six weeks Ooh. of ungodly great performances. Right. Your your hundred just ended, but so yeah, so looks like you're not with the Sam Howell train, but that's okay. That is all good. But yes, all right, you guys, man, that was a really good episode, honestly, man. Man, there's a lot of takes out there that, man, there was a lot of takes this episode that just blew me away. But before we go, you you guys, you already know, make sure to check out Brackets and B-Rolls. That's our boy Quattro's other famous podcast that he has with our boy Fly Guy Ty. Um, You can catch him on Instagram, Brackets underscore B-Rolls, Twitter, same handle. And... Before we get out your hairs, you already know where you can find me. Slick without the C. Two Ks underscore Rob Two Bs underscore on Instagram. And where can they find you, Prodigy? They can you can find me at its.prodigy underscore one. All right. And where can they find our boy Mark? It's gonna be its.marcus1. And that's gonna be a Z, not a S. 
uh, Instagram only. I don't run anything else. If you see anything else with the name, it's not me. All righty. Got you. And what about you, DB? Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, DB, go live, all one word, no underscore, anything like that. I only run on Instagram, so no Twitter or anything like that. All righty. Awesome. Awesome. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us for our 120th episode. This was definitely a doozy, definitely a fun one. And we're going to see you guys again. You're going to hear these guys' voices again because they're definitely coming back throughout the season. So, like, y'all get used to hearing these guys' voices. DB, Mark, they're not going anywhere. They'll be back at the bar joining me and Prodigy again. But we love y'all. Keep it easy. Do something nice for somebody. Cafeteria talk. We are, we are done. We are out.